Welcome to Rome Christian Center. We are so glad that you are with us here today. If you are local to the Rome, New York area, we would like to invite you to join us 10 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. on Sundays. We are located at 7985 Turin Road in Rome, New York. Let's join the service as we believe God has something in store for you today. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, it starts off by saying, and it shall come to pass. Now, if your Bibles might say that a little different. But in the King James, I like what the King James says. The King James says, it shall come to pass. You know, there's a, there's a, uh, a saying that, that's found throughout the King James Bible, it's, and, it, and it's like, it, it says, and it came to pass. Like when it came to pass when Jesus was doing this, or it came to pass, and I looked it up in the concordance, and that saying in the King James in there like a few hundred times throughout the Bible, over and over again. But all that really means is that it this is what happened. It happened that when Jesus was doing it, it happened. So it's it's about an event that took place. It's just it's just relating an event that took place. And sometimes a preacher will will try to do a little play on words and be funny and. And they'll say, well, it came to pass. It didn't come to stay. It came to pass. That's really not what it means. But it means it, it happened. But this is different. This, doesn't, this isn't talking about something that has happened. This is about talking that something that will happen. It shall come to pass. Now, this is, this is what will happen in the future if what, it's, if what we do is that the Bible says God will make this happen. Hallelujah. And it shall come to pass. It, it, it's, not, it's not like it, it might or probably will. It shall. You know what? We have to understand something. When God speaks, I just feel so, I just feel like, ooh. When God says it shall, then it shall, praise God. I mean, there's no other option. I mean, that's, I feel so strong about it. I feel like just bubbling over, boiling. It's like God says it shall come to pass, and bless God, it shall come to pass. And our, our ability to believe that, to believe the promises of God will manifest in our life. Our ability to believe that is, is the, the, the gauge by which they come to, the, the, the determination of how that will come to us or whether it will at all. Because the Bible says it in 1 Corinthians, you don't have to go there, just keep your finger in Deuteronomy 28 because we're going to stay there a while. But in, first, in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 it says, For as many as are the promises of God, in him they are yes. Somebody say yes. yes. Yeah, the promises of God for us are yes. They're, yes. they're not maybe, they're yes. Therefore, also through him is our amen to the glory of God through us. So the promises of God to us are yes, and we say amen. We believe it. That settles it. God's promises are going to, they're for me. They're not, they're not going to bypass me. They're for me as much as anybody in the world. Hallelujah. But not everyone, not, not everyone Uh, I, I believes that in the same way. You know, in Romans chapter 12, it says that we have to be not conformed to this world, but we have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And you, the truth is that some people, 
because of, of the way that life has treated them, the, the environment that they grow. Some people come with, with a greater transformation that has to take place in their mind. It's like they're starting from a more negative place than others. You know, you, they, they, they've been scarred by 20 or 30 years of uh, you're nothing, you're nobody, you never will. You know, it's, it's, they've been mistreated in school or whatever, and they've grown up with this image of themselves as a, as a nobody. They don't expect anything is ever going to happen. They're just kind of struggling. They're trying to make it through life. They've got, they've got, you might say they've got a longer way to go than someone who's been loved and nurtured and encouraged, you know, coming out of, a, of, of a, what you might say a loving, uh, wholesome environment. And they, and they read scriptures like this, and just kind of, they just kind of read them and pass over. They don't, it doesn't hit them like, yeah, that's for you. This is me. It shall come to pass in my life. All these promises, are gonna, they're for me. God's going to do this to me, praise God. Hallelujah. Negative, destructive words have been put in people. They're like seeds. They take root, they plant, they grow. And you gotta, you got to come out of that. When you come into the body of Christ, you, you know, you, you, you come in with, with certain uh, deficiencies. We all do. We all have. So it's more of a struggle for some to believe than others. But we have to believe this. It shall come to, it shall come to pass in my life. I'm just... I'm just convinced that if you walk after God, if you, if you love God and you serve God and you walk after God, I'm telling you, it may take some time. It may take a while for God to turn this ship around, but you don't serve God for nothing. God is a just God. He punishes the wicked and he blesses the righteous. And we don't serve God to get, but if you do serve God, you will get. I mean, how many can testify I mean, I can. My wife and I can to the God's goodness. We've seen it over and over again. You serve God. You walk after God with all your heart. You just serve him. You love him. And he, eventually he's going he's gonna to turn things around. He will, he will cause, and this is, how, this is how unbelievable our God is. He will cause all things, all, even, the, even the bad things that happened in your life, even the things, that, even the mistreatment, all, all the wrong, he will cause all those things to work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to him. He'll do it, praise God. Why? Because he's God. He'll use it to his advantage, and he'll bless you. Thank you, Jesus. So if we're going to be recipients of all that God has for us, we, we have to believe it shall come to pass. We've got, we got to be like Abraham. You know, it says in, in, spite, in spite of all the, the negative circumstances that he saw, the deadness of his wife's womb, the deadness of his own body, in spite of all that, you know what the Bible says? It says he was fully persuaded. That what God had promised, he was able also to perform. We have to, we have to become fully persuaded that God can perform the promises of God in your life no matter where you are, no matter what circumstances you no matter, no matter what's going on, God can. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to change overnight. We're going to talk about that. 
But I'm telling you, I just want to settle it. You know, we need, we need to walk out of here today and say, thank you, God. Your promises are as much for me as anybody on the, God, as much as anybody on the planet. Well, it hasn't happened yet. Well, hang in there. Keep going. Didn't happen to us right away. I don't, believe, I don't believe I should ever be sick, but yeah, I've struggled with some sickness along the way. I don't believe I should ever be broke, but boy, we were broke, 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 broke for years. But God. And when you come through something like that, you come through with a different, it's like, I just know that, God, I just know that God's going to take care of us because of what has happened in our life, what we've seen in our life, but the struggles we've been through. God is going to take care of me. He will, he has, and he always will in Jesus' name. He'll take care of you too. Thank you, Lord. It works. God's word works. God watches over his word to perform it. Don't let those negative voices convince you otherwise. I don't know how God's going to do it, but I believe he will. And I'm expecting it. Do you live expecting the blessings to come? We have a son that lives in California, and he went to a Bible school that was real good at the time, a real good Bible school. They made you real aggressive, like just like a real fighter. He said, I used to walk down the street. He lives in Southern California. I mean, pray for him. He's got 70-some degrees weather and beautiful sunshine. I mean, he misses out on all this variety of weather that we have here. He said, I used to walk down the street, and people would pass me, and I'd think, I wonder if that guy's thinking of giving me some money. I mean, he just had this, he, you know, he just he expects God's blessings to come, and God's blessings have come. Amazing. I mean, he got, he got a job one time. He was working for this company, and uh, I, this just the way, he's just a hustler. I mean, he does just does his natural person. That's just, he just, everything he does, he just does fast. And... Uh, company he was working for, he had kind of a low position, I forget what it was, but they, they, the company was looking to hire somebody to do a, a, a for, for what would have been for him a promotion, and the, and the guy says, who's this guy? He says, who's this guy walking across? Every time I see this guy walking across the parking lot, he's hustling. Who is he? I want to find out who he is, and they found out, and they interviewed him, they gave him a job, just because he, every, just he walked quick. He just hustled every place he went. Why did I say that? I don't know. God wants us to hustle. Hallelujah. Amen. So the blessings of God. You know, just start, you, we need to, we need to, you know, the death and life are in the power of the tongue. You need to start saying it. It shall, the promises of God shall come to pass. They shall come to pass in my life. They shall. Not they might. Not they, you know. And, and, don't, and don't, don't let the enemy come, not you, everybody else but you. No, me as well as anybody. Right. Thank you, Jesus. But there's a part that we have to play. You can't just sit back on the couch and wait for God to dump everything on you. There's a part we have to play. And there's a condition. And, here's, and God tells us. 
Now it shall come to pass, what's the next word? Yes. If. There's that little, God. I said, God, why'd you have to stick that in there? <laughs> why'd you stick that if in there? Because that makes it conditional. Makes the whole thing conditional. God, God's word will come, God will bless me if. If what? If I'll diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord my God. Diligence. God expects diligence. Diligently hearken. That means I don't do it half-heartedly. I don't do it indifferent. I, I do it fo- I'm focused. I want this. I'm going after it in Jesus' name. You know, I, I really think sometimes we're waiting for God to act. He's waiting for us to, to, to do our part. If it's in there, it's in there in other, so many other scriptures. You know, the scripture we quote in, in 2 Chronicles 7, 14, we've quoted it so many times. You know, if my people, which are called by God, there's a wonderful promise in there. God, God says, I'll, I'm, I'm going to forgive your sin. Uh, I'm going to heal your land. I'm going to do all, but, but first, but first, you have to do something. You have to humble yourself. You have to pray. You have to seek my face and turn from your wicked ways. And if you'll do that, then... so. But if I don't, then, then the other part doesn't happen. And so this promises that God has for us, but, it, but there's a requirement on our part to walk after him diligently, to pursue him with all of our hearts, to go after him. And if you go in after God with all your heart, God will bless you. Hallelujah. He will. He absolutely will. We teach our kids. Walk after God. He'll bless you. It's worth it. Honor your mother and father. Do what's right. Don't be like the, all the other kids are doing all this junk. Serve God. Do what's right. And one of the greatest testimonies any kid could ever have is not that God rescued him from a gang or murder or drugs. Or the, best, the best testimony is I gave my life to God when I was seven and he's kept me my whole life. Hallelujah. He's kept me. Praise God. I didn't do everything that everybody else did because God, I was serving God. I was listening to Jensen Franklin. I told him I was 16 years old. He said he would, he would fast and pray and seek God at 16 when all his other friends were out partying and stuff. And you wonder, you wonder, he's got this tremendous ministry, this large church. He's, he's affecting things all over the world. How'd that happen? Didn't, didn't that just happen? He was diligent about his walk with God. He was diligent. And diligence doesn't apply just for walking after. It applies in every aspect of our life. You be diligent at work. You be diligent as a husband. Diligent as a father. Diligent as a student. You know, God expects us to be diligent. To work hard at whatever we do. Someone said one time, find something to do and do it with all your heart. Hallelujah. And God will bless you. Start somewhere. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The word says we need to hearken. If you'll diligently hearken. You know, I'm serious when I say I am preaching to me today because, you know, I haven't preached in a couple weeks and I've just been praying and getting ready for today. And I, I couldn't get away from this word diligence. And God's talking to me about about the diligence in my own walk with him. There's areas where I've come up short. I need to, I need to like Pastor Dennis was saying, I'm being pruned too. 
No one likes pruning. But you know what? God says, I'm doing it for your benefit so you produce more fruit. God wants more fruit. See, last Sunday, I don't know if you were here last Sunday, God said some wonderful things about what he wants to do in this church. I mean, really wonderful. But you know what? Depends on our depends on whether we're going to seek him with all of our heart. We can't just sit back and say, oh, praise God. God's going to dump miracles all over the places. We're just going to be famous. No. God's going to be famous for one, not us. But all these things are going to happen if we diligently hearken. And that word hearken means to listen with the intent of obedience. That's what my, my New American Standard says, if we diligently obey. And the word really means to listen, but to listen with the intent of obedience. And I'm, lis- I'm listening really well because I know I'm going to have to do whatever you just said. So I want to listen so I can get it. It's, a, it's the same thing that God spoke to Joshua when he said, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate day and night. And why? In order that you might be careful to do all that is written in it. You've got to be careful to do it all. You've got to put it in you, put it in you, put it in you. So that you can do. That's what James said. We need to be what? Doers of the word, not just hearers. Doers. When you read your Bible, let it read you. God, show me about myself. God, God, show me who I am. Show me how I need to change. Show me how I need to come up higher. Show me how I could be more diligent in seeking you and living for you and being the person you've called me to be. I want, I want to do what you call me. I want to be your son. I want, to be, I want to please you. When I get to heaven, I want to hear you say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I've got a future. Yeah, I really believe. You know, when when it gets when it gets worse in the world, it's going to get better in the church. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. So if I will, the Bible the word says it shall come to pass if if what if I will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord my God, being careful to do all His commandments. If I do that, the Bible says God will set me above all the nations. of the, he, he's, he's, he's speaking there to the nation of Israel, but, he's, but we, can, we, we can apply it to our own lives. God is a rewarder of those who what, the Bible says, who diligently seek him. Diligent in what? Diligent in my relationship. Diligent in the word, diligent in prayer, diligent in, 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 in fellowshipping with others, in, in my church attendance. You know, just diligence in my finances, handling my finances, being diligent in every aspect of my life. Focused. Hallelujah. It works. It will continue to work. It's the, it's the principle of sowing and reaping. Don't grow weary in well-doing. For in due time you shall reap if you faint not. You shall. See, some people can say, yeah, I'm a a testimony of what God's done in my life. Other people are saying, I'm still struggling. I'm still in the middle of all this mess. It it hasn't straightened out. Keep walking. Keep going. Didn't straighten out for us right away. Took years. And 
The main cause of it, I'll be honest, the main cause was me, not my wife. I'm the one that needed to change. Still do. I'm better than I was, right, honey? Shake your head. And let me just interject this. In your walk with God, you won't do it right all the time. Nobody does. So don't let the enemy come in and say, oh, that's it, you blew it. You know, no quarterback completes every pass. No businessman makes every decision right, you know. I mean, we all make mistakes from time to time, but that does not a limit as long as your heart is seeking after God. Keep going after God. If you make a mistake, repent. Pick yourself up and keep going. Don't let the enemy come in and just say, that's it, stay down. You're no good. You're back where you are. No. I'm going to keep, I'm picking myself up and I'm going on with God. If I miss it, I'm going to ask God to forgive me. I'm going to repent. I'm going to keep going. Don't let that condemnation put you down and keep you to God. never wants us to, get, to, to go down and stay down. He, the Holy Spirit brings conviction. The enemy brings condemnation. If you feel that condemnation, that put down, that, that you're no good, you're lousy, you missed it, God's not, no, that's the devil. Tell him to take a hike. Right. Repent, ask God to forgive you, and keep going, bless God. Hallelujah. A righteous man falls seven times, but he gets up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says he gets up. He keeps getting up. Just keep getting up and keep going. Hallelujah. What's going to happen if you do? Well, let me read it. It says, all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you. You, won't be, you can't run fast enough. You can't get away from God. I mean, if you start walking after God, you don't, you don't, have, to, you don't have to figure out how the blessings are going to come. They're going to come. It's what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33 when he said, seek first what? His kingdom and his righteousness and what? All these things will come, will come up, they'll come, they'll come to you. God will make them come. You don't have to go after them. God will make them come. Hallelujah. All what things? All the things that talked about in the, in, the, in the previous verses in chapter 6, food and clothing and shelter and all the things you need to live, God will make sure you get them. If you see, but if you just put him first and walk after him, seek him, and what? It shall come to pass. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you. I will slow down so they can catch me quicker. Whoa. I'm, you know, I'm, full, I'm joking, but I'm, I'm very, this is serious stuff. You're a child of God. You're in, you're in the kingdom that wins. You're not who you used to be. You're a new, per you're a new creature. Your sins are forgiven. You, you, you've been washed in the blood of Jesus. God loves you. You're his child understand that? God loves you. He wants to bless you. We'll walk after him. He will bless you. All these blessings 
will come upon you and overtake you if you hearken to the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the offspring of your body, the produce of your ground, the offspring of your beast, the increase of your herd, the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall be you be when you come in, and blessed when you be when you go out. Listen, the Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before you. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper, the Bible says. God will do it. The Lord will cause your enemies. They'll come in one way, the Bible says, they'll flee seven. Hallelujah. The Lord will command the blessing upon your barns. I don't have a barn. Well, I have a garage. Maybe he'll bless my garage. Maybe I'll open the door and something better will be in there. I don't know. You laugh. You never know. Come on. Where's your inspectors? Get your inspectors. Every time you open the door, say, oh, I wonder what's... Thank you, Lord. He'll bless all that you put your hand to. He'll bless you in the land the Lord your God gives you. Listen to this one. The Lord will establish you as a holy people. He's going to bless you. He's going to give you stuff. But he's also going to cause us to be a holy people different in the world. The world will look at us and say, you know what? You're different. You guys are different. That's right, we are. We walk to the beat of a different drummer because we have a different spirit and a different Lord. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself as he swore to you if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. So all the people of the earth will see that you're called by the name of the Lord. And they'll be afraid of you. And the Lord will make you abound in prosperity. Hallelujah. In the offspring of your body, in the offspring of your beasts, the produce of your ground, the land which the Lord swore your fathers to give you. The Lord will open his good treasure, his good storehouse, the heavens to give rain in your land in its season to bless the work of your hands. You shall lend to many, but you shall not borrow. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. And you only will be above and you'll not be underneath. You listen to the commandments of the Lord your God, which I charge you today to observe them carefully. If you listen and observe them carefully. And do not turn aside from any of the words which I command you today to the right or to the left to go after other gods to serve. It shall come to pass. Say that with me. It shall come to pass. It shall. It shall, it shall, it shall. In Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. Amen. Father. I thank you that you love us so much.
you sent your only begotten son to die for us. The storehouse of heaven would be open for your people. That you'd bless us on the earth for loving you and following you, for living for you, for laying down our lives for you, for loving you and loving others, for giving ourselves totally to your will and to your ways. I thank you for those who walk after you with all their heart, who will diligently seek you, will find the blessings of God flowing into their lives. And in their lives, it shall come to pass. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for being with us today. Our prayer is that your life be enriched through the power of God's word and that you be filled with his love and strength as you daily serve him. To learn more about our service times and our ministry and how it is that you can partner with us, visit us online today at romechristiancenter.com.